The College Football Experience Tulane Green Wave 2023 Season Preview Episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes, score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize up for grabs. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the uh, Game Time app to get last-minute ticket deals at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code CFBX, and remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. It's always a tricky word. Tulane, Green Wave, Tulane. <laughs> anyway, I love me some Green Wave football, and boy, boy. It's easy to see a tide turn. We saw that tide turn because they went down to what, the Cotton Bowl, and if it would have been our 12-team playoff instead of this 14 bullshit, they would have been playing in the playoffs, <laughs> Willie Fritz, and they beat the USC Trojans in a wild one. Uh, oh, man, that was a fantastic Magical season they had last year. Very magical season. We're going to talk all about it. Perhaps you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. Dundee happened. He was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much. Yeah, celebrating too much. Too much sleeping. Right. Would have killed a normal man, but nah. now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Oh boy, you know I love me some Tulane Green Wave football. I'm I mean, excited. About when you consider that performance last year. In light of what they had done previous to that, wow, for, you know, every bit of 25 years uh, previous to that. I mean, they're yeah. a common lock by me. Now, I was hitting on all of Fritz's years, I feel like, except for two years ago. And I feel like you doubted me. And when this, when I was <laughs> all over this Fritz hire, when it happened. No, you've been a hype and Willie Fritz uh, for a long time, no doubt about it. But let's be honest, this team hadn't uh, eclipsed seven wins since 1999. Well, or 98, I should they say. They went undefeated, won a national championship yeah, in 98. This team is good for a miracle season once in a blue moon. No, Was no, it last no. year or has this program taken a legitimate step forward? Pretty big question. It's tough to say, but a lot of pieces back here. Buddy, the fact that do it Willie Fritz did not. Take the Georgia Tech job and came back. The, f- the fact that Michael Pratt, who was offered money by SEC schools, Big Ten schools, Pac-12 schools, Big 12 schools, decided to stay in New Orleans. All right. I know the human being <laughs> and fish can coexist peacefully. 
That is what I'm talking it's about. It's easy to see a tide turn. Let's get it going. If I'm joined by my co-host, easy give to it see up a green four. wave turn. Easy to see a green wave turn. It was uh, easy last year. Uh, it was very easy. Two and ten to twelve and two. Biggest turnaround single season turnaround in NCAA football history. Ooh, that's called the that's called the new day and age of college football. That's with called transfer a tide turning, baby. Yeah. Tide turning. I'm joined by my co-host. Give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back. The burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, what do we got going here? Let's do a little Tecmo, Tecmo appreciation here. Where's the Tulane Green Wave? All right, it's a team that did win the national championship in '98. They won some pride to that too. All right, go check, do your history, folks. It ain't just John Hot, Hot Rod Williams. All right. <laughs> Yeah, they've done their thing in the past. They have been since JP lost one of the most entertaining quarterbacks, Patrick Ramsey, <laughs> Sean, Sean King, King, who's on Visa every every week. Get Visa on the YouTube app. Patty C. <laughs> yeah, um, cranked out some quarterbacks from that little academic school. You know, they got people arguing. Obviously, Tulane in the conversation for expansion here. Uh, maybe a Power Five bid. You know, if that thing still exists. Get over there, getting the power five, power four, the academics the at Tulane it. It could be uh, something that actually finally contributes, you know, instead of being a hindrance. Oh yeah, buddy. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Uh, buddy, what do you make of Willie Fritz? The fact he turned down the job. I I've been high on Fritz for a long time and I love the fact he wants to retire there. I love the photo of him back when he played at Pittsburgh state and he's got the Mohawk. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, that, just fantastic. Glorious. I'm a big fan of his slamming he's, hot daughter. He's 197 and 114 all time, buddy. This guy wins. All right. So what? Uh, Central Missouri for uh, what? 12, 13 years. Sam Houston State, Georgia Southern, worked his way up. The guy's not afraid to, you know, play football in some non. And then he's turning down Georgia Tech. Now, why did he turn down Georgia Tech? Uh, because he wants to. I I think there's a lot of speculation that that. You know the bottom of the ring, uh, power fives is not as good of an opportunity as the top group of fives. And knowing that a twelve-team playoffs coming with an auto bid, you can make a lot of sense that for your career's sake, it might make more sense to not take a Syracuse, not take a UVA, not take a Vanderbilt, and stay at some of these schools. Now, I can't remember the last time any of those schools finished in the top ten. Tulane finished number nine last year. Next year, that would be good for a playoff berth. So maybe if he thinks he's going to have this thing rolling like you that in the future, win. yeah, you can't win at those. You can't win schools. at those institutions. That Tulane, you can. And look, and let's be honest, I think he likes being in the city of New Orleans. Get my limousine, <laughs> ride on eighty-five. Get my Learjet, woo, and take off to New Orleans. <laughs> You got it, New Orleans. If you're watching right now, I'm 42,000 feet. Easing on in. <laughs> That's what Willie Fritz is doing. He's easing on in, buddy. All right. Uh, folks, I want to tell you, we're going to break down the offense, defense, special teams, uh, transfer portal. We'll go game by game on the Green Wave schedule. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience, Tulane Green Wave, is brought to you by Game Time. You ever been stressed out? You know, because I have. Uh, when. You know, going to 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 quickly, just on the fly, go to a game. 
You know, I can re- I can recall a time that uh, I went to the uh, I went to Missoula to catch the uh, Grizzlies, FCS college football. But man, Missoula does college football right. It's the biggest show in town. Everyone's talking about it days leading up. I was doing stand up in, in in Missoula, and I had to quickly pivot to uh, I was like, I want to go to this game that everyone's talking about. I know the I've watched college football my whole life. I know that they're good, but man. I didn't know it'd be a very hard ticket to find because I try it back. This is like 2009 or 10 or something like that. And I'm searching for the tickets on these, some of these online places. I can't find a ticket to save my life. I'm asking people at the dive bars around town. Hey, you got an extra ticket. I'll buy it off you. I ended up finding one eventually, but damn, if I didn't pay like seven times the amount of what it should have been. Right. And I, I just wish there would have been something there like game time. All right. Because buying tickets to your favorite event should not be that stressful. All right. Uh, game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, the- anything theater near you. You know, I mean, it, it just sets you up with killer deals on the last minute tickets and their best price guaranteed. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll be having at the event. Uh, and let me tell you, uh, let me just tell you folks, the, uh, the game time game time really is the, the place for last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Uh, get exclusive flash details. Uh, I'm sorry. Flash deals, not details on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, all that stuff. The game time guarantee means you'll uh, you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section in a row for less game time, will credit you a hundred, 110% of the difference. So what are you doing folks? Uh, snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account, use, use the uh, code CFBX uh, for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply again, create an account, redeem the code CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed, baby. All right. And remember as always folks to let it ride. All right. We are back on the college football experience. Tulane green wave, 2023 season preview. And Patty see, we got to talk about the transfer portal. Cause it's always been at us when, well, you know, in college football in 2023 and oh yeah, the new Orleans, uh, they, they did have some departures. Uh, Yngario Booker athlete portal wide receiver, Dijon McDougal portal cornerback, Kenyon Walker portal offensive lineman Hudson Lillybridge portal. Great name. <laughs> Defensive end. Carlos Hatcher heads out to the Chanticleers, the Cox of Conway, South Carolina. All right. Uh, this one was big here. Running back Cameron Carroll. I know he, you know, they had Ty J Spears, but the year prior, Cam Carroll was a guy I played all the time on our DFS shows, which once again, make sure to check those when the, when season gets a little closer here, he heads out to the Florida Gators. That's yeah. a substantial loss. Yeah. I mean, I know three yards last year, like you said, in the one game, but prior to that, 364, 741, 516. Yeah, a lot play. of experience. He could play. Linebacker uh, Armani Dixon, portal. Offensive of tackle, Keenan McNally, uh, McNeely, probably portal. Uh, cornerback, Caden Robinson, portal. How about this one here? Cornerback, Jaden uh, Kennedy to uh, Ole Miss. Mm, mm, mm. Tough. Can't Tough. say I blame him. Tough. It does. How about hurt. this one? Safety, Andre Sam, LSU. 
Mm. And DBU is com- calling for, coming for your DBs. Off. Yeah. Offensive tackle Joseph Solomon, especially in state. Ouch. Joseph Solomon heads out to Appalachian State, the Mountaineers, and Boone, North Carolina. Mm, mm. Wide receiver Tariq Presley's in the portal. That's what they lost. So, what do you think? Uh, some hits, but some hits. Yeah. Day Day McDougal, six on the team in rushing. That's a great name. Uh, look, yeah, I think uh, overall a little little depth loss, but not not backbreaking losses there. Well, let's talk about what's coming in because I think if you're a if you're a Green Wayne fan, you got to be going like this. Let's go. Hopefully, you're watching oh, YouTube.com/slash the College Experience. Uh, AJ Hampton, cornerback from Northwestern. All right, he knows about the car wash. He <laughs> is coming in to New Orleans. All right, uh, linebacker Tyler Grubbs from Louisiana Tech said, "I had enough of this rust in Louisiana. Let me get down to New Orleans. Drinks taste better in New Orleans." All right. Um, I'm sure they do. <laughs> wide receiver Dante Fleming from the Louis, from the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. It's a nice get. Going for him. in state. It's a nice get for him. How about this one? Offensive tackle Cameron Wire from LSU. Did a little trade. You take our safety. We take your <laughs> offensive tackle. Done deal. Keeping it keeping it by you big time here. Wide receiver Yo Keith Brown from Texas A&M. Four star transfer according to 24/7 Sports. Coming in the Tulane. Boom. Marshall safety Andre Sam. Thunder and herd. Nah, get over there to new Orleans <laughs> tight end. Chris Carter from the South Florida bowls. Chris Carter's known to catch touchdowns. <laughs> All right. And then uh cornerback Cameron. Oh man. Pedezio Cleo uh, <laughs> from Louisiana raging Cajuns to Tulane. man. Just raiding the in-state talent from their rivals. I guess if you would consider them rivals, but at least in-state uh, compadres. Now, a year ago, this offense, 18th in scoring offense, 20th in rush offense, 60th in pass offense, total offense sitting there at 30. You know, and that 60th in, in pass offense really doesn't matter uh, from a yardage standpoint. Sure, only uh, just over 3,000 for Pratt and a couple hundred more from the backups, but uh, excellent, excellent. Uh, Average yards for attempt for Pratt in the top ten nationally at nine point eight. Also twenty seven touchdowns, five picks. He's a, he had an amazing year as a quarterback. He's a very good quarterback. Um, six starters returning on that offense, though, that put up those numbers. Are you at all concerned, Patty C? Because uh, hey, Slade Nagel is taking over as uh, the offense coordinator. Apparently, he's been there for what six or seven years. So. Uh, I, I believe if I read correctly, this is the first time that Pratt has had any kind of like continuity at the offensive coordinator position during his tenure. I mean, I guess that's not the same coordinator they had last year, but it's still someone that's very familiar with what they've been doing. So I think that will probably bode well for them. Uh, now, uh, so let's talk about that. Obviously, Michael Pratt's back. He's a stud um, and he's one of the best quarterbacks in America. Uh, they also have Kai Horton. If if something was to happen to Pratt uh, behind him, the running back position obviously Ty J Spears gone. Also Cameron Carroll gone. Ty J Spears led the nation with twenty one touchdowns last year. That's a that's a massive loss. Yeah, but I look and I see uh, uh, what's it? Shadi uh, Clayton Johnson. Now they're gonna have a running back by committee. Iris and uh, Celestine is one to watch as well. Arnold Barnes. And Makai Hughes, they're gonna kind of have a running back by committee thing, I think, going. But I don't worry about that. Uh, wide receiver Jaquan Jackson's back. He was second team all AAC a season ago, seven hundred fifty yards, right? Yeah. Um, 
getting him back with the likes. Now you're breaking in a redshirt freshman and Chris Bra- uh, Brazel. They also have Dante Fleming, the transfer that I alluded to from Louisiana, and then wide receiver Lawrence Keys and Yo Keith Brown as well. A lot of inexperience at the wide receiver position, other than Jackson. I, I want to say uh, two of those receivers, Keys and um, I think Jackson were yeah both uh, Jackson a great punt returner, Keys a great kick returner. So you figure they've got some speed coming back at that position. Yeah, but I do think you circle the wide receiver. I don't worry about the running back spot because they've had different running backs. I feel like the whole Fritz era, even though Spears was a stud. Yeah, I just feel like they got guys. All right. I mean, Ty J Spears, third round draft pick at running back. That's like one of the. That's as high as running backs go these days. Yeah. So that's losing something for Tulane. But I, but if they can replenish it even slightly, the offense should be fine, especially with all the uh, offensive line talent. Did you mention yeah. those uh, returning starters? On the offensive front? No, I was about to get to that right now. The offensive line, you gotta love what they got going here because center sincere Hainsworth, uh, not sure if he's related to Albert, but he's first team all AAC a season ago. Supposedly an NFL prospect. He is back. How about this, Patty? See, four or five back on the offensive line, and guess who that that fifth guy is? Left tackle Cameron Wire, who comes in from LSU. This offensive line is gonna be rolling. Uh they got guys. Look, Prince Prince Pines was first team all AAC a season ago as well. This oh, offensive line is going to be studs. All right, Boom. watch out. That's why you should be high on Fritz, um, buddy. Now let's talk about the defensive side of the ball. But before we talk about the defensive side of the ball, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Yes. Sign up for the Patreon to get uh, access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar first place prize. Besides the season long contest, they also have weekly contests just for the patrons, plus a monthly SGP stories podcast. Yes, uh, you might hear some great stories from the crew there, behind the scenes, ad free. Uh, there's even going to be a disc. I mean, there even is a Discord channel for the patrons. Only you out there in the universe can prevent corporate gambling. Do your part and sign up today. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. All right, Patty, see, we're back. We're about to break down the defense for the two lane green wave. Scoring defense season go 32nd. Rush defense 68th. Pass defense 37th. Total defense sitting at 46th. The only problem is defense coordinator headed out to the Oregon Ducks. Mm. Right? Uh, yeah. Then they went and hired Lance Guidry from Marshall, and after two weeks, he took the Miami job. <laughs> so <laughs> now comes in Shaiel Woods. Wood. Oh, was it is it Wood without the S? Yeah. Uh, who was uh, Troy's DC last year? And Troy was pretty pretty damn good. They were, if I'm not mistaken, Troy. Uh, you said uh, uh, what? Tulane was number uh, 40, 45 overall. Forty six. Forty six yeah. overall total Top fifty defense. And Troy, number 20. Yeah, and get this Tulane returns eight. They return eight starters from a year ago. The entire defensive line, this is what stands out. The line of scrimmage to me, Patty C. Boom. The entire defensive line, Patrick Jenkins, second, second team all AAC defensive tackle. He's back. Darius Hodges back, who was all second team AAC a season ago. Also, Adana, Adonis Frillo, uh, the other nose guard spot, and Keith Cooper. And I even would highlight the depth. Angelo Anderson behind him has started seven games. Stud. Eric Hicks. Uh, also started 12 games at the backup nose guard spot. So they are six, seven deep on this line of scrimmage here on the defensive side of the ball. The linebacking core returns uh, 
what? Uh, what the, so they're going to be running. Okay. So two or three yeah. Tyler grubs back at the linebacker spot. Uh, well, actually he transferred in from, from La tech, but he, he played for them last. He played for the green wave last year. Also AJ Hampton coming in from uh, Northwestern as I alluded to. Um, and then they're breaking in Jesus Machado. It's a guy that played in 18 games. Um, they did lose uh, Dorian Williams to the draft third round. He was third in the nation in solo tackles at the linebacker position. So a lot of production to replace in that particular guy, but maybe they got a guy to step up here. Three of four back in the secondary, both corners back Lance Robinson and Jarius Monroe breaking in a brand new strong safety and DJ Douglas. Well, breaking in both new safeties, but one of them was a starter at Louisiana in cam uh, Pesa Uh I'm butchering your name, Cam, but uh, <laughs> you're good by me, buddy. All right. Uh, Monroe is all uh, for first team AAC corner. Um, Patty C, they return uh, their punter, Casey Glover, second team all AAC. Uh, they returned their kicker, Valentino Ambrosio, who used to be at Rutgers, but he, you know, he was with the, the wave last year. He's a solid kicker. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, a season ago, uh, 21 of 27 on field goals. There you go. Gotta like that. Okay. 19 starts in his career. Patty C where is the weakness on this team? To me, it sits at the wide receiver. The clear weakness on the team is wide receiver to me. The line of scrimmage is super impressive to me. And I think this is, if you're a Tulane fan, let's fucking go. Let's go. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I'm curious to get a better look at uh Jaquan Jackson and Lawrence Keys because if they are as dynamic, I want to say they're both uh top 10 in terms of yards per return and punting and um kick returns respectively. Uh I don't know if that's going to translate to catches and, you know, yards after catch, but you would think those are similar skill sets. So, if they got some guys, then maybe those guys will step up and this offense will be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, I mean, so uh, look, if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, that's the hub for all of our podcasts too. Remember, I also host the FCS college football experience. This is the college experience or I'm sorry. This is the college football experience, but I also host the FCS college football experience. Uh, the college basketball experience. Rod Hunter is building up Tulane the right way there too. So check us out there when the season tips will be there each and every single night of the season, college baseball experience as well. We come together as one and Tulane made the, uh, the college baseball, you know, uh, world series oh, this yeah. year or uh, down whatever. South. They play Tournament. baseball, uh, subscribe youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, please hop on over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review as well. Patty C if you're watching on, on YouTube right now, you see the wind total sitting at nine and a half Woo! preseason top 25 in a lot of publications. First on uh, first thought, would you say this team will win more than nine and a half games? Well, you know, without observing their nine conference slate, it would think, okay, this team won what 11, 10 regular season games last year. Uh, they should be able to replicate or get close to that bringing back a lot of the talent. Um, I do know that the non-conference slate's a little harder, but certain teams have left the American football conference mainly or namely UCF Cincinnati and Houston uh, and Houston. Yeah. So the schedule might be easier overall or maybe harder. I think we got to take a look. Let's get to it. September 2nd, man. We got a banger. The first, the f this is fantastic. Low key. Great for this might be the best week one matchup that yeah. no one is talking about. Phenomenal. The South Alabama Jaguars, who won what they went ten and two in the regular season, uh, and those two losses arrived by a combined five points, come in to New Orleans. This game is fantastic. Ten and two in the regular season, this and the combined losses were by fantastic. ten points. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I mean, 
buddy. It's in. I'm New all Orleans. over the place here, man. I'm all over the place because Ole Miss is on deck. So I kind of think South Alabama is in a great spot for an upset. Yeah, but Tulane in the first game of the season, I know against a team as good as tough, South Alabama buddy. is not going to overlook them. Okay, this so is tough. Yeah. Flip a damn coin. Yeah. So so look, week two, Lane Train, Lane Kiffin. And the Ole Miss Rebels are coming into New Orleans. Oh, Holy shit! They're not. This is not in Oxford. This is in New Orleans. Yeah. Old SEC matchup. Boy, let me tell you what. If you're gonna have a really magical season and you can get these two wins off the tippy top, then look out because Ole Miss, who knows, could have a decent year, and that could, you know, based on a top ten finish last year for Tulane. Maybe where do you think they start the season preseason? Are they in the coaches poll? Who, are I you talking Tulane? Tulane. Uh, I think they're preseason top twenty-five. I think they're. Uh, I'm not sure in the coaches, but I think they're. They're most publications have them around like the twenties. Okay, I'll, I'll get um, that pulled up in a second here. But I mean, th- these would be two games right off the bat that should shoot them up considerably. Well, the scary part put them in the conversation right away. I mean, this non-con is tough, man. Last year they had UMass to start things off. You start off with South Alabama, then you get Ole Miss, and don't sleep on September sixteenth when they head to the Rock to take on Southern Miss. They lost to Southern Miss a season ago. Will oh, Hall yeah. is their head coach who used to coach with Fritz for a long time. Oh, do we got that clip? I know the son of a bitch. Oh yeah, yeah. Will Hall. Yeah, exactly. We do have that clip. Uh, this <laughs> is what this is what uh, Willie Fritz is thinking. Because I understand how the bastard thinks. I taught him. Now I own one. Uh, yes, he, he does. does owe him one. He really does d- owe him one. Patty C, there's no way they're going to 3 0 on this stretch. There's Probably no not. There's no way. This is going to be fun to watch, man. This is going to be fun to fucking watch. Jeez. I mean, a Southern Miss is a, you know, what were they, like seven and six last year? But. Yeah. A program clearly on the rise. Yes, you yes. know I think all three of these games are super dangerous. The fact that they got the two danger, mo- more dangerous ones at home to start the season. But Hattiesburg is going to be on fire if they're two and zero. Yeah, yeah, I mean if they they're just not beat going three and zero, dude. They're yeah, not they're going three and zero. They're going two and one. Two and one at best. Yeah, at best. And it might be zero and three. It might be. Uh, yeah, this is going to be fun to watch, yeah. man. Uh, week four. They keep it in state nickels, especially with all that's at stake for them in the conversation of expansion. They could be as a program skyrocketed. They were in the sec way back in the day. Yeah, Tulane. They were, they you were. know, they left the sec. They elected to get out of that thing. <laughs> they said it was burning down. Oh boy. Oopsie. I wonder in a hundred years, are we going to look back at USC and UCLA and think the same thing? If Oregon, uh, I'm sorry. If Oregon State, Washington State, Stanford, and Cal can remain intact, <laughs> probably not. Um, buddy, uh, after the Nichols game, two and two. God, the beginning of this schedule, fucking great, man. <laughs> it's regional too. It's all all regional, of it yeah. is regional. The way we like our college every single football. game is in-state or yeah. border battle. Uh, buddy, what do you got them doing after September 23rd? So two and two. Um, three and one. Three and one. Let's go after September 23rd, three and one, three and one. Then Trent Dilfer enigma. One of the true enigmas of this college football season is UAB blazers. They've been good lately, buddy, but they have, they went out and hired Trent Dilfer who has never coached anything in college football. Not even, not even quarterback coach, not even nothing. Yeah. So I got no idea what to expect here. It is in new Orleans. This team was seven and six last year, but lost a bunch of close games. 
Uh, I want to say like I'm, I'm taking five two or six one possession. Taking years. Tulane. I'm taking Tulane too, but that's so four and one at the bye week. It's a great start. Win total once again if you're watching on YouTube nine and a half. Uh, bye week and then they head to the Liberty Bowl to take on the Memphis Tigers, buddy. Uh, this is a sneaky game. Mississippi River football's back. Buddy. I love it. Um, uh, Memphis also coming off a bye, having previously. Uh, Hosted uh, or gone in neutral site for Missouri and then hosted Boise, but I think the bye week refreshes them. Still, the game is in New Orleans. No, it's no, in it's in Memphis. Yeah, it's the Liberty Bowl. This is tricky. This it's is a tricky, tricky game. Give me chalk up a loss here. I'll say this: between we were giving them South Alabama and Southern Miss, I just think it's too much. Like we're even yeah. giving them UAB. Yeah, there's Give a, me lot a second loss. Of Give me a second yeah, loss. On that's good. Uh, they're home then to North Texas and Eric Morris agency. Um, <laughs> that's a win. That's a win, but they're not bad. They played for the CUSA championship a year ago. Watch out. Yeah. Uh, then they head down to take to Houston, Texas. Take on JT Daniels, 39 years old, and the Rice Owls. Hey, I kind of like the Rice. Tulane's gonna win. But that the rice is going to be better than people think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to go to their uh, neck of the woods. And then the, uh, they head to Greenville, North Carolina, on November fourth. Second end of a back to back. Unders hitting on this. They're yeah. losing. Yeah, they're probably losing that one. Uh, they come back though to Yulman. They take on the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. That should be a win. But man, the final two weeks of the season are bangers. They're heading to Boca Raton to now, take on Tom Herman. They did beat TCU or ECU uh, twenty-four to nine last year. But what happened the last time they came in to, to Greenville? I do believe. Just say it. I do believe ECU dropped a fifty burger on them. I'm just saying uh, they were two twenty-one. They were two and ten that year. They were twelve Michael and two Pratt, last year. Zero and one in Greenville, baby. Okay. <laughs> I don't go. think we should, we should definitely chalk up a loss there, but I think you know between this. Between ECU and then Florida Atlantic, which gives that Tom Herman, Casey Thompson there. Get the hell out of here with Florida Atlantic. Get that shit out of my They're face. They're contenders, dude. They're contenders to win the championship. Tulane will slap Florida no. Atlantic. Loss. Uh, and then they're home to the Roadrunners of UTSA. Patty C. They do avoid SMU on the schedule, which I think could be good. They do avoid Biff Pogey and the Charlotte 49ers and USF, but Patty C, I'm on the under here. As much as I want Tulane, and I hope I'm wrong, I really fucking hope I'm wrong. When I look at South Alabama, Ole Miss, Southern Miss, three, that's three right there. I think UAB is tricky. I'll put that as a fourth. Memphis as a fifth. At ECU as a sixth. At Florida Atlantic as a seventh. Home to UTSC. I see eight games that are kind of all over the place, right? I don't see that many. I, oh, I guess there are a lot at the beginning of the schedule. You're right. I see eight games all over the place. And do you tell me if they're going to, they uh, if they go five and three, I think Fritz should be happy. Yeah. So I am on the under. Yeah. It's tough. To, I mean, let's, let's take a look at last year again, though. The, most of the wins pretty convincing. They although beat the big 12 champs yeah. in Kansas state in a game in the little apple. But at the same time, buddy, no. I they mean, this beat is, Cincinnati. They beat UCF. They beat USC. Uh, they did lose the Southern Miss, who's on the schedule again. <laughs> they beat Houston. They all beat, Power Five teams. In yeah, fact, I get that. one, power two, five, shit out three, of four, and five and zero, oh, or six and zero, oh, I guess against. Uh, no, they did lose to UCF one time, so five and one 
against Power Five last year. Look, this team's ready to make the jump, Colby Dan. I don't know if I'm taking the believe over? that. Uh, no, I'm not well, taking the over. I think nine and three, nine and three, eight and four. Beginning of the season's gonna be fucking awesome to watch. Yeah, I can't wait for too late football. Now, if they have a magical run again, they get these W's, right? Yeah. Say they're going. Say they're undefeated going into that UTSA game. Stop it. Say they're undefeated. Stop believe, it. believe for a second, right? Yeah. UTSA is preseason number twenty-three Woo! right now. Right. Yeah. So uh, Tulane, by the way, starting the season number nineteen. I just saw that. To uh, uh, UTSA number twenty-three. Say they're both in the top ten or fifteen. Is this the kind of game that could launch uh, uh, Tulane into the top 12, five, the six, pack, seven? Yeah. Uh, and then maybe they get like the likes of SMU, who they don't face in the regular season. They have a special year, and they face them in the conference championship game. Sure. Could things align to push a, a team like Tulane? I think they need more history for the pollsters to respect them enough. I think really Willie Fritz after a trip to Hattiesburg is going to be sounding like this. I'm dying this fucking country ass fucked up Buddy, town. They're down in New Orleans. In <laughs> That's every day oh, of their fuck. life. <laughs> I can't see pilot. Let's get the fuck out of this country, mother. <laughs> All right, look, uh, before we get out of here, I had a chance to sit down with Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour, to talk about his experiences to New Orleans and Yalman Stadium. So with no further ado, here's that interview. Joining me on the college football experience, Tulane Green Wave 2023 season preview is none other than Michael Barker, aka a college football campus tour. Uh, yes. College football campus tour on Twitter at CFB campus tour. You need to follow it because Michael, Michael has been to every single FBS stadium. Yes. All 133. He also has been to a ton of the FCS D two D three. And he documents all of his travel via his Twitter page. Folks. It's not just one game a week. This is five, six, seven games every single week. He went to three and one Saturday last year. You got to follow this page. It is a must follow. He talks about the histories of the stadiums. Does the photo of the game. It's absolutely fantastic. Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show to talk a little Tulane green wave football and Yeoman stadium. Yeah, this is a fun one. You know, big world-class city, New Orleans. You can't have a bad time in New Orleans or at Yeoman stadium. Yeah. I'm looking at this and I know it's rather new. Cause I remember when I was watching college football you know, since the, the early nineties, late eighties. And I remember all those games at the Superdome. personally, I hated it. And I'm so glad they have their own stadium. Now uh, talk to me about the uh, history of Yolman stadium. Yeah. It's interesting because on Twitter, sometimes I'll do questions like which historical stadium would you have wanted to see a game? And a lot of people say Tulane stadium, which was uh, Tulane's home from 1926 to 1974. When the Superdome was built in 1975, Tulane Stadium was aging, so they went to the Superdome. They played there until 2013. One of the you know the fans kind of synced up with your feeling, which was the Superdome seats 75,000 people, and it's off campus. And so even if you have 30, 35,000 people at, at the Superdome, it looks like nothing. It's much more difficult to get to. So uh, Yolman Stadium back on campus is just as much of an accomplishment as anything. It's named after Richard Yolman, who's the CEO of CERTA. He dropped 25 mil as a donation for the stadium construction. He got his name up there. And uh, the Sickos Committee, shout out to them. They always talk about the weight of trophies. Well, uh, the best feature at Yolman is a 3,353 pound angry wave made of fiberglass of steel, 14 feet high, 20 feet or uh, 20 feet wide 
and it sits atop the scoreboard. And it's just, you know, you see the Tulane wave on the side of the helmet, one of the coolest mascots in all of college football. Yes. Yes. So imagine a 3,300-pound one uh, looking over the stadium at Yolman. It's, it's awesome. Absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I'm so glad they're out of the Superdome. Tell me, how many times have you been to Yolman? So I've been there for three games, and two of them were extremely memorable. Uh, 2019, they played uh, Houston, and with they were down by four points with uh, a couple seconds left. They hit uh, a slant. I want to say McCleskey, I'm thinking, is the wide receiver, if I remember right. But he, I think you're he right. Split, yeah, he split like three tacklers. They ran into each other. He scored, and it was absolute pandemonium there. And uh, I actually shot a video of the game. That thing bounced around Twitter. But that's not even the best experience I had. Last year, they played in the AAC title game versus uh, UCF. Record crowd, biggest one ever, Yolman, 30,118. And they went off. They beat them 45 to 28. And I got to rush the field. Uh, I was one of the first people that jumped onto the field, shot a video. A couple guys fell down in front of me. They were, you know, man down, but we didn't stop to rescue them. And it was one of the best experiences that I had all last season. Uh, so two great games at Yolman, and I, I really recommend it for everybody to go check out a game in New Orleans. Yeah, you're selling me on it right now. And folks, that's part of the college experience. You do tear down the goalposts. You do rush the field. I, Greg Sankey can, can issue as many penalties as you want. But if you're not doing that, you're not doing college football, right? Let's go. Uh, Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show, talking a little Yolman Stadium, too late football, because Willie Fritz got this program rolling. I'm excited to see the future uh, with Tulane football, and I would love to catch a game. So perhaps one day I will catch you at old Yolman Stadium, man. Yeah, you don't have to do anything to convince me to go back. So let me know and we'll do it. There we go. Folks, give him a follow on Twitter at CFB Campus Tour. You won't be disappointed. Uh, Michael, thanks again, man, and have a wonderful day. All right. Thank you, Colby. You too. Michael Barker, Yolman Stadium, buddy. Let's get down there. Not that Superdome bullshit. Uh-huh. I don't like that Superdome nonsense. No, right? was Yolman Stadium. Uh, the uh, host site for I know the the uh, at Tulane Stadium I don't know if it's the same thing um, as Yolman was oh no 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 it stood from yeah, until 1980 that, yeah, that's yeah. where the Sugar Bowl was yeah they should put the Sugar Bowl back they should in put Yolman it back Stadium. at Yolman all right I'm done with this this nonsense outdoor at the Superdome yeah outdoor football is football folks oh. subscribe to the College Football Experience give us a follow also on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. We are on the under, but we're hoping that Tulane goes undefeated. I'll gladly be wrong about this one. Yeah, uh, let's go. They got the, the most handsome uh, man in all of college uniforms. football. Can we talk about those uniforms? Great uniforms. I mean, Slamming hot daughters. The coaches. Everything's <laughs> going. It is fantastic. In and, New Orleans uh, right now. Yeah, folks, uh, give us a follow. Uh, you know, subscribe wherever podcasts can be found. The College Football Experience. We're here all year long. We talk college football year round, even in the dog days, of April, March, February. Uh, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Subscribe to the FCS College Football Experience. Subscribe. Subscribe to the Big Twelve Experience and the College Baseball Experience. We come together as one on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. Subscribe. Tell a friend, folks. Get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast as they break down all 32 NFL teams. And until next time, this is the College Football Experience, Green Wave style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot. We can do the run and shoot.